Folks, the MLB playoffs is finally here. Grueling 162 games have finally led us to this point, and I, for one, am super excited. I hope you are, too. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we're talking MLB playoffs. We're also going to recap all the football games from this weekend, so uh, stay tuned for both of those things. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome back to the show, Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. For those of you who are new to the program, I like to give you the quick and dirty on uh, all the sports news and information from the previous week while giving you some information and insight onto the next week. If you like what you hear, find me on SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, and the Facebook. Just go type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. You can also email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And I have my other podcast, Big Spoon, Little Spoon, me and my buddy Jamie Grum. We don't talk about sports, but we talk about literally everything else. We pull a random topic out of a hat. We talk about that topic for a little bit, and then we do a quick bit of research and then come back and and talk about what we learned. Um, Now, let's get into sports. I had a great weekend, went home, saw my parents, uh, hung out with my niece. It was a lot of fun. Now I'm back in Philadelphia where the Eagles are two and two. Interesting. I don't really care that much about the Eagles because I'm a Jets fan who didn't play this week, but both teams are playing next week. So people who know me, get ready because I'm going to be all amped up for that sniz. All right, let's talk a little bit of MLB playoffs. We're just going to jump right into the playoff picture. Season ended today, so uh, listen, there's a lot of ground to cover. So let's let's just jump right in. All right, so the first game we have in this uh, in the playoffs, right? Your play-in game with the Brewers taking on the Nationals. Now the Brewers are hurting a little bit right now. They've lost former MVP Christian Yelich. Uh, they're not quite sure if Ryan Braun or Lorenzo Cain is going to be able to play. That really hurts. Yeah, they do have some good, talented players. Yamani Grandal, Yasmani, I mean, uh, Grandal and Mike Moustakis, of course, are uh, headliners for this lineup. The pitching, Gio Gonzalez, Zach Davies, uh, Josh Hader, the closer is a big deal. Um, But really, when you're comparing the two rosters, I mean, the Nationals look good without Bryce Harper. Um, Just looking at their, their starting pitching, Scherzer, Corbin, Strasburg... I would assume that Scherzer is going to get the start in the uh, the the wild card game, um, and then the Slav Corbin and, and Strasburg to start off the uh, first round uh, if they win. But uh, with a lineup like Anthony Rendon, you know Juan Soto, Trey Turner, Kurt Suzuki, Strubel Cabrera, I just think that the the Nationals have a much better, well-rounded team. They've hit 231 home runs this year. Their WAR was 21.3. Uh, So I'm going with the Nats to win this one. The other series uh, to watch is the Cardinals and the Braves. And these two won their respective divisions. Cardinals just barely edging out the Brewers. And they definitely have a better roster than the Brewers. Yadier Lamina, 
Oh my God, Lamina, Yadier Molina, uh, Ozuna, Paul Goldschmidt, Matt Carpenter, Colton Wong, uh, Adam Wainwright, of course, leading the surge on the uh, the pitching rotation. Uh, they got Jack Flannery, Carlos Martinez, Miles McCollis. Um, Cardinals are are definitely a good baseball team. However, they're playing a Braves team that they were only managed to beat once this year. Right, the Braves were. Five and one, I believe, or four. It was either four and one or five and one against the um, against the the Cardinals. Um, they have a great roster. You know, you got a cornerstone like uh, Alcuna Jr. Um, you also have Freddie Freeman, Albies, Marcakis, Josh Donaldson, um, and the rotation is pretty darn good too. Names that aren't super popular like Mike uh, Sor- Soroka. Um, Julio Tehran, of course, they have Dallas Kutchel, who's been a huge help for them. Um, I really think the Braves are going to edge this one out. Now, the big problem with these playoffs is whoever wins, whoever gets through the first round, uh, is going to have to play to the Dodgers. You know, obviously, you know, if the Nationals do end up being the Brewers, they'll be the ones to play the Dodgers first, aka the most well-rounded team, I would say, in the National League. Um, they haven't looked as great towards the second half of the season. Uh, there were times in which they struggled a little bit. I would have thought they'd have a much better, better record than they do now. However, you're talking about a team that is, they are solid on all sides of the ball, right? You had Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, Max Muncy. Um, those are the bigger names you're going to see on their roster, just for for hitters at least. When you look at their pitching rotation, though, I mean Clayton Kershaw has been he's he's been as good as he's ever been. Um, Bueller, Medea, Ryu, um, all making names for themselves, and they got Kenley Jensen uh, in the uh, bullpen as well. So realistically, no matter what, one of these teams is going to have to dethrone the Dodgers if they want to get to the World Series. Dodgers are are looking to get there for the third straight year. They lost the last two, once to the Red Sox and once to the Astros, who we're going to talk about in a moment. So fall baseball is where the Dodgers are. uh, They shine. They really do. Uh, They just can't get it done. So this might be the year... Uh, for the most experienced playoff team to win it all. Moving on to the American League now. You have the Oakland A's taking on the Rays. Get it? A's? Rays? I'm going to be really confused all week about this. Um, So the A's have a great roster. Obviously, they were not catching up to Houston in any way possible. They came nowhere close to the Houston Astros. Um, But... Piscotty Chapman, they have the the real the good Chris Davis. Um, they have Profar, Jerks and Profar, Matt Olson, you know, a couple of their uh, their big hitters, Homer Bailey and Mac Mike Fryer Fires, um and Mania uh backing up the bullpen. You know, Oakland's always had that money ball mentality, small small market. They're gonna win with the players you've never heard of. Um and Really, Tampa Bay is kind of in a similar scenario. The difference is, is Tampa Bay um, has won in some unorthodox ways this year. So one such strategy is the uh, the use of a, an opener. 
So a pitcher that'll go out for, you know, one, two innings, um, and then they'll bring in like a long reliever or even another starting pitcher uh, to help them out through the middle innings. So you got guys like Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. That one-two punch has been nasty. Um, as far as uh, some batters, you know, Kevin Kermare, Austin Meadows, uh, Tommy Fan, uh, D- D- Travis Darnold. I always mess up his name. I, I'm surprised the guy's even still around. Uh, Jimon Choi. Those are some names that uh, can actually go toe-to-toe with the A's, I think. Um, like I said, you're going to see some strange... Uh, unorthodox methods going on on the raised side of the ball, but uh, hey, that's part of what makes the game fun. Um, personally, if I'm going between the two, oh man, this is a tough choice. I think, mm, I think Oakland, Oakland has a little bit more playoff experience. I mean, both teams are young, um, both teams are hungry, but um, I would go with the Oakland A's in this one if. You know, if the Rays want to win, uh, they're going to use that. If they tried using this opener, you're going to tire out two two starters or, or two big-name pitchers pretty early, and then you're going to need them in the next part of the playoffs. So they're obviously going to put out anything they can just to get into that first round. But, um, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think they're not going to keep the A's by surprise. I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going with the A's in this one. And the first round matchup, of course, you have the Yankees taking on the Twins. Two teams with a lot of history. Mostly one-sided when it comes to the playoffs. The Yankees have beaten the Twins, um, I don't even know how many, how many straight times. Uh, in fact, the Twins only have two wins against them uh, in the playoffs. So um, they're going to be a little nervous to play this Yankees team. Uh, the Twins probably have one of the toughest roads ahead of them. Um, they, they are one of the home run leaders this season, Yankees and twins, both of them hit a tremendous amount of home runs, uh, over 300. So definitely expect some long balls. Uh, I know they had that epic 14, 12 game, uh, back in July, which was crazy. Um, so realistically though, Beyond the home runs, the Twins really don't have much else. You know, their best pitchers are, are Berrios and uh, Odorizzi. Um, you know, the rest of their, their their lineup looks pretty darn good. Jorge Palanco, Sano, uh, Nelson Cruz, Jonathan Scoop, Marwin Gonzalez. Um, the problem is, is even though they can match the Yankees in hitting, the Yankees have, um, the Yankees have really good bullpen. Uh, that's, that's been their strength all year. Um, they have some serviceable starting pitchers. Listen, I love the Yankees. You know, Severino looks really good coming back from injury. Uh, James Paxton has had a, uh, great last, you know, two months of the season, although there was some issue with glute tightness, uh, in his last game. So he did have to be pulled. Um, and then you got Tanaka, CC Sabathia, Jay Happ, um, they did lose Herman for the playoffs, which stings. Um, you know, not that I condone anything that the guy did. Uh, uh, for, for those who don't know, he, he slapped his uh, girlfriend, wife, one of the two, in a public uh, during a, a public event, and um, that's not right. We we don't do that, Domingo. So uh, he will be out for the playoffs. However, Yankees still have guys in the bullpen, such as Araldis Chapman. 
to uh, help lead the charge just in case the starters get rocked. And did we want to talk about their lineup? Because uh, DJ LeMayu, Aaron Judge, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Brett Gardner. Um, I mean, honestly, names came out of the woodwork this year. Luke Voigt, Gio Gonzalez, uh, Gio, Gonzalez uh, Gio Urshela. Uh, names that nobody was expecting to step up big time for this squad. And now they're super healthy again. Didi Gregorius is back. He missed half the season. Uh, Aaron Judge, Garen Sanchez, Giancarlo Stanton, they all missed significant chunks of playing time this year. And some names that you weren't expecting really stepped up to fill that void. Um, all in all, the Yankees are definitely the better of these two teams. I think they're going to have no problem getting past the... Um, that that team we're talking about the twins getting past the twins i'm sorry twins fans i'm sorry um now the real bear of course will be the astros they got the one two three punch in verlander garrett cole and zach granke that is scary enough as it is three of the best players in the game all pitching for Houston. They have the best uh, best record in the American League. By the way, four teams this year had 100 wins. Twins, Yankees, um, Astros, and Dodgers. First time that four teams have won over 100 games, and the first time that three teams in the same league have won over 100 games. All three division winners. Pretty cool. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Let's, uh, let's move on. So you obviously have the great starting pitchers. You got Jose Altuve and Alvarez, Carlos Correa, George Springer, Alex Bregman. Man, the Astros have a nasty, nasty lineup, and um, they're going to give any team a run for their money. I think the Yankees and Dodgers are, are really the only two that could defeat them, and it's going to be close. Now, the last time the Yankees and Astros went into a, a series like this, they had seven-game series. It was the uh, ALCS two years ago, and home field advantage was key. The home team won every game of that series. Guess what happened, right? Astros went up 2 nothing. Yankees tied it. Astros won again. Yankees tied it. Who wins game seven? Houston Astros. Um... That was tough to watch. And now the Astros have home field advantage again. The Yankees kind of laid down the, the end of the season and figured, well, well, let's rest our starters. Let's not worry about winning games and go from there. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Um, you know, unless they get really, like, amped up playing the Twins, I see Houston being the better team here. I know all my friends in New York are probably ready to throw garbage in my face, uh, but they have a really tough road ahead of them if they want to beat the Houston Astros. Uh, with that being said, Astros Dodgers World Series. Yeah, it's kind of on the nose, but um, yeah, I could see that. I totally see that. And I could totally see the Dodgers choking for a third straight. And with that, we're going to uh, head off on to our first commercial break, our only commercial break of the day. We're going to do a shortened episode today because, um, you know, a lot of my fans really like the short sweet uh, episode that I did last week, so we'll keep it short for you guys again. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about all the NFL games from this weekend, give you a recap there. So stick with us, friends, because sports, 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 we'll be right back. Oh, look at this one. What a run. Marshawn wins. Still on his feet. Has blockers now. 
Hey everybody, it is Jamie Grum here. I am just uh, trying to introduce you to a new podcast that I will be in with my friend Nick Drago. Uh, it is called Big Spoon, Little Spoon, and what we're going to do is just pick a random topic out of a hat, talk about it, see if we can learn anything, and uh, just have a little fun. So if you want to contact us, see us, we are going to be on Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at weheatforks at gmail.com. And you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Look forward to seeing you. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series! Bryant makes the play! It's over! And the Cubs have finally won it all! And welcome back to the show. A lot of NFL games to cover from this weekend, including the Browns crushing the Baltimore Ravens. That's just the first game that popped in my head, but there were a lot of good ones. So uh, let's we're going to jump into that one. All right, let's take a look at all those football games from this weekend. Starting with the Thursday game, Eagles beat the Packers 34-27. to The Eagles had a, a late score in the game. They, they let up a lot of, uh, a lot of early points. Uh, 21, though, 21 points in the second quarter really helped tie things up at halftime. And then uh, late late uh, touchdown uh, early on in the fourth quarter, that uh, really helped them out. Carson Wentz, three touchdowns, 160 yards. Jordan Howard, two TDs, 87 yards rushing. Moving on to the second game, Chargers and the Dolphins. So you can see the Chargers won here 30-10. to uh, pretty much uh, what you'd expect from the Chargers. I mean, they they're a pretty solid team. They're two and two so far this season. Dolphins, oof, zero oh and four. Uh, Chargers really controlled the whole time. Couple of late touchdowns. A uh, couple of late scores helped them out. Phillip Rivers, 310 yards, two TDs. Tyrod Taylor even got there for one completion for seven yards. Austin Eckler, 60 yards and a touchdown. Now. Eckler has been tremendous so far this season. Probably one of the best rushers in the game. Too bad Melvin Gordon's coming back next week to spoil that for him. Uh, and me, who have him on my fantasy team. Uh, so Melvin Gordon is coming back. The holdout's over next week. So uh, Chargers fans at least have that to uh, to be excited for. The third game of the day is the Patriots and the Bills and the Pats. Uh, did not run away with this one like I would have expected. They did uh, start off the game 13 and zero, um, but a couple uh, couple scores, one touchdown actually for the Bills, and it was pretty much halfway through the third quarter. Uh, one yard run by Josh Allen. Patriots Tom Brady, 151 yards and an interception. Did not have a great game for him that day. Uh, James White uh, led the team in receiving 57 yards off eight receptions. So not a great day for the Patriots, not a great day for the Bills. Regardless, Pats are, um, the Pats are now 4-0. and That is pretty cool. Two 3-0 two teams, same division, facing each other off so early in the season. I like it. Chiefs and Lions. Now, the, the Lions are actually not looking too bad this season. They actually took it to town to the Chiefs. Um, 34 to 30 Chiefs winning this one. Uh, it was really late touchdown. Daryl Williams one yard run with just uh, 20 seconds left on the clock is really what put them ahead. It was a 
really close uh, game. Pat Mahomes, 315 yards, uh, but all the touchdowns were rushing scores. Two by Daryl Williams, one by LaShawn McCoy. Uh, and so the Chiefs are now 4-0. The Washington Redskins got their butts kicked by the Giants. The Daniel Jones era so far, so good. Two and two uh, right now. Jones, uh, what kind of day did he have? 250, 225 yards, a touchdown, but he did throw two picks. Um, Sterling Shepard had a fantastic game, 76 yards off of seven receptions. Uh, really, though, the Giants, um, Giants just overpowered them. Two early touchdowns, uh, field goal, and then uh, they had a touchdown early and late in the third, and the fourth quarter was pretty boring after that. But uh, either way, New York comes out with the win. Uh, the Browns, next team up here. Browns killed the Ravens today, forty to twenty-five. And I was really looking forward to this matchup because the Ravens, you know, the Ravens were two and one. Browns were uh, were one and two, um, and it. Started off a pretty boring game on top of that. I mean, there wasn't much happening in the first half. You know, touchdown for, for each team, essentially, and a field goal for each team. Um, and then all of a sudden, by like the third, Nick Chubb, three touchdowns, right? Two in the third quarter, one in the fourth quarter, and then uh, even a, a, a one-yard run by Dontrell Hillard. Um, so really, the running game is what gave the Browns the... Uh, the win here. Um, although Mayfield had it for a pretty good day, 342 yards and a TD. So good work for there for the Browns. Now they're two and two Panthers and the Texans. Um, Panthers came away with this one, 16 to 10. I know I I'm just, just as surprised about that. Uh, no Cam Newton, no problem. The Panthers had a decent day. Um, no, instead it was Kyle Allen who read, led the charge. He had a QB rating of 95.7, 232 yards. Pretty solid. Christian McCaffrey with a touchdown. Um, one rushing touchdown. That's about it. Uh, that makes sense. A lot of field goals. A lot of field goals in this one. Raiders and, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, Titans and Falcons. Titans and Falcons is next. Uh, with the Titans coming out on top 24 to 10. Um, and they'll go two and two Falcons dropping a, a big, big game. They should have won this one for sure. Mariota, he had three TDs on the day. Derrick Henry with a hundred yards, no touchdowns, 16 yards was his longest run. Corey Davis, AJ Brown, AJ Brown with two TDs. Corey Davis had 91 yards, five receptions and a touchdown. Uh, moving on the Raiders, Raiders won 31 to 24 over the Colts. Um, overall, pretty good game for Derek Carr, who had 189 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Trevor Davis, uh, was the, uh, sole rushing touchdown for the day. Two receiving ones by Foster Moreau and Tyrell Williams. Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seahawks won 27 to 10. Another brilliant game by Russell Wilson. Uh, but we got to talk about the Buccaneers and the Rams. And oh my God, I picked the Rams in a survivor pool this week. And I, I can't believe they actually, they lost to the Buccaneers. Seriously? Really? Uh, Bucks started out early. Three 
touchdowns. Uh, two of them for Chris Goodwin. Uh, Todd Gurley helped him out, helped the Rams out. They made it close. It was 21-14. And then by the end of the end of the second quarter, it was 28-17. So it went back and forth for a while. Um, and then, I mean, this was just a touchdown slugfest. Both sides were just scoring left and right. Um, and even the last one for the, uh, it was 48, it was 48-40. It was actually 45-40 in favor of the, was it the Rams? Favor of the Rams. And then uh, in the last two minutes of the game, Matt Gay with a 21-yard field goal. And then Ndamukong Sue with a fumble recovery for a touchdown. The Bucks, man. Jameis Winston, 385 yards, four touchdowns, and a QB rating of 131. That's pretty darn good, I would say. Jags and Broncos. Jaguars, uh... Jaguars win this one 26 to 24. Everyone's been going on and on and on about the new QB Gardner Minshaw and basically the guys the guy basically looks like a hillbilly. He looks like Uncle Rico from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. But man, two TDs for the day. He's uh, led the Jaguars to two straight wins. Broncos have not uh, gotten their first win at all this season, so pretty good move for the uh, the Jags. Putting that guy in. And now, of course, my notes just flipped over to baseball. So now I'm totally lost. Vikings and the Bears. Bears coming out with this one. They needed a win. They got another win. They're 3-1 and one so far this season. Uh, really wasn't much of a... Uh, wasn't much of a scoring fest on either side. Um, in fact, Mitch Trubisky barely played. It was Chase Daniel who uh, came out and ended up winning the game for the uh for the bears he had 195 yards and a touchdown uh so yeah not uh not too shabby for the bears and then right now you have the saints and the cowboys playing and i think all of america is rooting for the saints on this one uh but you know the score there is uh three nothing so far five minutes into the game or ten minutes into the game and then tomorrow you have the Bengals and the Steelers, two teams who have not won a single game are playing Monday night football. So one of them's got to win, hopefully the Steelers, but you never really, you never really know. Let's take a look at the standings. AFC East, you have the Patriots on top now, 4-0. Uh, Bills are 3-1, and one, and the Jets and Dolphins have still yet to find their first win on the season. Jets had the bye week this week. Uh, AFC North, you got the Browns technically on top at 2-2. Two and two. They're tied with the Ravens. And then the Steelers and Bengals, neither of them have won a game yet so far this season. A lot of, lot of non-winning team, winless teams. Uh, Texans and Colts and Jaguars and Titans. Wow, you have a, we have a four-way tie in the AFC South. Each team has won and lost two. Um, okay. Weird, weird thing going on there. And then AFC West, you have the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers are also two and two. So it's really hard to determine who, who would be your wild card teams right now. Obviously it would be, uh, obviously you'd have the bills as one of them. Uh, but the other one, it could be, I don't know what the tiebreaker would be, but it would either be the Ravens, the Colts, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Raiders, or the Chargers. Broncos, by the way, they're also winless. So you have five winless teams in the AFC. Let's take a look at the NFC. Maybe we'll see something a little better. Or a little easier to shake out. Uh, Cowboys are 3-0. and They could be 4-0 and after tonight. Uh, Eagles, Giants, they both won two, two games apiece. 
and the Redskins have yet to win one at all. In the AFC North, you have the Packers and Bears tied at 3-1. and one. Bears have won their last three games. Uh, Packers, we know, lost to the Eagles after a terrible goal line decision late in the game, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, Lions, they're 2-1 and one as well. Um, I'm sorry, they're 2-1-1. and one. So that keeps them somewhat relevant. And even the Vikings are 2-2. Two and two. So the NFC North is is uh, still pretty close. Uh, in the NFC South, Saints are playing right now, so we'll, we'll, we don't know what's going to happen there. They could be 3-1 and one by the end of this night. Bucks, Panthers, uh, they're all 2-2. Two and two. Falcons, 1-3. And, and then you have the NFC West with the 49ers at 3-0. and oh, Seahawks, 3-1. and one. Rams, 3-1. and one. And the poor, lowly Cardinals, they're at 0-3-1. Playoffs ended today. Your two wildcard teams, I believe, would be the uh, mm, it's either Seahawks, Rams, or Bears. Um, one of those three lines would be pretty darn close. Uh, but definitely not the Cardinals and definitely not the Redskins. Uh, that I can tell you. All right, friends. Well, like I said, shortened episode today. See, wasn't that bad? We're good. We're good. All right. Special thanks as usual to Johanna Drago. She is the pod podcast designer, logo designer. She designed the logo, the set, and she edits my contact. Basically, when I say to her, I'm going to talk about this. She's like, nah, that's stupid. You should talk about this. All right. That's fine. Um, of course, the song for this show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks as usual to all our social media warriors. Yeah. Get out there, post us, post about us on social media. Remember, you can find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, you can comment, share, like, Twitter, and uh, I don't know, whatever you like to do. If you like to wear giant signs around your neck, great. T-shirts, awesome. If you like to scream in people's faces, do it. But make sure you tell them about Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Again, that's me. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm gonna go to sleep now and uh, hopefully by the end of next week we'll have some information on the second round of the playoffs. But probably not because the game starts Thursday so I don't think they'll be done by then unless we have a few sweeps. Either way, stick with us next week, friends. It was a pleasure seeing you all here today. And, of course, as usual, caca!